this up? We're just the having, human torch was we're just, denied a bank loan. <laughs> we're just having a conversation, right? That's right. We're just having a conversation. We're just talking. Okay, we're, so we are rolling in three, two, one, and you are live. The Wobbly Goblin presents Heresy from the Haven. Welcome all to our first episode of Heresy at the Haven. We're coming to you from the Gamers Haven in Spokane, Washington. It's a friendly local game store, and the Wobbly Goblin is attached to it. It is this medieval tavern that you see around us right now. It's going to be our, um, uh, what would you call it, uh, social club mixed with a recording studio all at the same time. I am Bob Kelly. These are my co-hosts, Stephen Leist, Jay Prickett, and we're here to talk about Horse Heresy. Um, a little bit about the Wobbly Goblin first. Wobbly Goblin Productions is going to be a series of podcasts that are going to be, it's going to be podcasts, we're going to be streaming, we're going to be doing battle reports, we're going to be doing um, podcasts like this where we talk about different games. The games are going to be, uh, whether it's Warhammer 40k, Age of Sigmar, Horus Heresy, we're going to be diving into Magic the Gathering, we're going to be diving into Dungeons and Dragons, all sorts of different uh, board games. So... If you like our content, make sure that you uh, like, follow, and subscribe to us. Um, this podcast specifically, uh, we're going to start out by talking about why a person would get into Horus Heresy and what faction a person would pick. And we really want to kind of focus on having the this first series of podcasts. We're going to go through everything from what would drive a person to Horus Heresy, why they'd want to play, um, how they're going to pick a faction, anything from lore to sportsmanship to uh, painting techniques, and why Horus Heresy would be a game you would choose over maybe some other miniature games. Uh, this episode specifically, what we're going to focus on introducing ourselves, uh, our wargaming experience, and what brought us to Horus Heresy, and what factions we're playing, and why. So... I guess I'll start out. Yeah, no, go for it. All right. Um, I started playing 40K uh, during the Rogue Trader era with friends, and I opened the Gamer's Haven about 23 years ago. We opened in uh, 2000. I opened on April 1st as a bit of a joke because I didn't think it was going to work. I figured it would be a joke. And here I am 23 years later, the old man in the room, generally speaking. Can't just, quit now. Just can't quit. I can't quit now. Can't stop, won't stop. Um, I played 40k competitively for a lot of years and uh, really enjoyed it. Did a lot of traveling to tournaments, but my boys now being 18 and 15, uh, when I had my kids, it really kind of reevaluated my whole reason for being in the hobby. Um, the competitiveness kind of went away. I didn't really enjoy chasing the meta, being super competitive, and I really started focusing heavily on uh, appearance. You know, my my modeling, my converting. And really, really heavily got into the, the hobby side of it. Um, but I've always loved the lore. I've devoured anything. Any White Dwarf came out, any book that came out, any codex that came out, I read it immediately. And I, I really enjoy traveling to events with friends and my family. Um, the camaraderie, the playing of the tables. Um, as far as the shop itself goes, I really enjoy teaching people how to pay, play, play the different games. I enjoy... The painting and the modeling, teaching people how to do that, and anything from uh, people come to me and ask about, you know, how do you base your models, and learning how to uh, teach people how to do things like that. Um, I fell out of love with 40k pretty early into ninth edition. 
it really started becoming too competitive for me, um, too many gotcha moments, having to know everything about your codex, your, your opponent's codexes, and uh, it just, it was just too much. And a lot of, it's felt like in the competitive scene, a lot of things kind of change when you're playing opponents. Like they're just, they didn't care about who you are, what your army is, what you're doing. It was just really about winning the game. And it drove me away from not just 40K, but it drove me away from the hobby in general, which was pretty heartbreaking after two decades of doing it. But uh, then Horse Heresy Second Edition came out. And as a store owner, being able to sell the product and all of a sudden having this product that was way more accessible, and it's arguable how accessible it is nowadays with not all the product line being available, but uh, man, it came back hard. All of a sudden I was 25 again and I'm reading everything. I'm painting every chance I get. I'm playing games all the time. I'm theorizing army lists and just having a blast. It really it brought it all back for me in a time where I thought maybe it was gone from me. And uh, it was a little sad. So, so Horse Heresy's really, really brought it back for me. Um, I chose World Eaters as my first faction. And I chose it for a couple of reasons. I've always wanted the challenge of painting an army that was white armor. And I saw doing the World Eaters, I could do a lot of blood splatters. I could do a lot of mud splatters. I focused specifically on one of my favorite story arcs. A lot of people's story arcs is... Uh, the Battle of Nuceria at the end of the book, Betrayer, where I wanted uh, uh, these guys are at a stage in their in their legionnaire s, I guess, that they are not maintaining their equipment anymore. They're, it's all chipped and scraped and splattered, and they're not cleaning it. And the 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 hobby and the modeling aspects of that were were a big draw for me. Um, and then you have the whole backstory of Karn and Angron, and it's it's you know, a lot of people always say, you know, Magnus did nothing wrong, but really Angron and Karn, their story is just the most tragic. It's just a, it's in 40k, the world leaders, I think are kind of one dimensional, kind of boring as far as their story arc goes. But in Horus Heresy, pre-Heresy, it was, it's one of the best stories in my opinion. So anyway, that's the reason I uh, picked the world leaders as my first list. I've got uh, over 3000 points painted now. Um, I've got about another 2000 points on the table I'm working on. But I already have plans for a Death Guard army that I'm doing next that's very specific on how it's going to play. And I think that's kind of my, my future in Horse Heresies. I'm going to build these 3,000-point armies. And I also will be, do, we'll be doing uh, uh, content on modeling and painting of these different armies as we go. And, uh, yeah, the Death Guard army I'm, I'm pretty excited about. But we'll talk about that in a later <coughs> episode. So, I have, I have a different model I, on the how you go about collecting things. Yeah, a little I'm, bit. I'm sort of the uh, <laughs> you got to catch them all aspect uh so i actually got into horace heresy i've been coming into bob's shop since i was in middle school a uh, couple years ago a couple of years ago uh, a buddy of mine was like hey check out these cool models and i go oh yeah those are those are really awesome let's i'll just go buy a whole bunch of those uh and then we never played and i ended up with thousands of points of armies that i eldar dark eldar angels, dark angels <laughs> Uh, fantasy dwarves, like, all kinds of things. Never really played. Never really took it seriously. Um, and then recently, I think it was Thanksgiving mm-hmm. of last year. Yep. End of last year. You were looking. You were like, "Hey, we should. Uh, you should play Horus Heresy." And I'm like, "You know what? <laughs> I, I, I bought model games before. I'm not. I'm just really not." To be fair, it. pretty much every human I talked to, even on the street, I was like, "Hey, you should play Horus Heresy." That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, but. Uh, 
it turns out I, I was like, well, if I did it, like I would want to. I, I I play different games like D and D and different things like that, and my play style has always been like sneaky and subterfuge and manipulation and things like that. And Bob goes, well, have you ever heard of Alpha Legion? It's like, no. What's that? Well, you were um, reading the books at the time. You, you told me to start reading the books. Right. Because right. you're like, hey, you should check this out. Uh, so I ended up reading. Uh, he's like, no, you got to read the Horace Heresy novels. And you got, you got to read the first ones before you can read the sixth one, I think it is, Legion. Legion. Uh, so I ended up reading the first six books of the Horace Heresy novels. Every series. week, like, every few days. In I'm like, a week. Where are you at? Where are you at the book? Where are you at the book? <laughs> so I read those. I got to Legion. And I was sold. Um, so from Thanksgiving to now, I think I have 7,000 points of Alpha Legion. Uh, nerd with a disposable income is a dangerous thing. Because uh, I also have 5,000 <laughs> points of Dark Angels for an allied detachment. Because Alpha Legion. It's Alpha, it's Alpha Legion. Uh, the, uh, as some of you may know, that the uh, Rangdan Xenocides is where the Alpha Legion finally told Lion L. Johnson that they were a legion and helped him in that crusade. Um, so I figured Dark Angels was kind of the perfect pairing with Alpha Legion. Uh, so that's kind of how I got into it. And so their lore, their fluff. Their lore, their fluff, the the way they play and the, the rules that they have was finally intro like it, it it I don't know. It was that catalyst to get me to get me going. And you were hooked. I've been hooked, yeah. <laughs> And the camaraderie and stuff we have is, yeah. is great. If someone to actually play with and yeah. have a game. Somebody play yeah. with me. And that's what I was walking down the street saying. Will somebody play with me? <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I kind of, uh, as Jay will probably let you know, uh, I, I was content. <laughs> I, I didn't retired. push him into anything. So go ahead, Jay. Why don't you tell us? We'll call it a gentle nudge. Yeah, it was a gentle nudge. Um, similar story to Bob. I started wargaming. Actually, Card games in the 90s with Magic the Gathering, um, and then probably early 2000s, come into Bob's shop and you know, just kind of check this out, Jane. It's a, it's a box of um, old Necrons. Oh, yeah. That looks awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll buy that from you. It's this 40K game and all. And I, to this day, I still remember, um, I think maybe the first time I ever played 40K was a Hard Boys tournament oh, at your shop. <laughs> right. Yep. And I vividly remember um, reading the rule book as you were kind of doing the overview of the tournament. How do and, I play this? Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea at the time, and, and I was hooked ever since. And then, you know, you get older, uh, your career takes off, mm -hmm. married with kids, and those, those games kind of go by the wayside. Priorities change. Yep. And like uh, Stephen said, this last November, he was kind of trying to get me out and do more things and play more games, starting small. And he comes home one day and just calls me, hey... Bob says there's a game called Horus Heresy. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Horus Heresy. It's a wonderful story and play. Remember that from back in the day with the Space Marines. Like, oh, there's a new game. There's a new game. Well, it's been out for a long yeah. time. The second edition was new, right? New to me. And then all of a sudden, I look at the rule set, and it's basically early 2000s, mid-2000s, 40K. Mm -hmm. And I was like, sold. Yeah, I'm maybe. older now. Kids are older. Right. Disposable income certainly helps. Right. Um, I, I, it helps me that you guys have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we're here. We're here for you. Uh, before I even read the rule book of playing salamanders, yeah. doesn't matter what they do, how they play on the tabletop, doing salamanders. Uh, loyalist at heart. I'm never going to play a traitor. There's no real good guys in Horse Heresy, <laughs> no. but I'm not going to play a, a traitor. So salamanders, it was always drawn to their fluff. I mean, who doesn't like flamers and thunder hammers? Right. right. What else do you need? 
Right, right now, and you have uh, you're like I'm never going to play. So you start with salamanders, and you have imperial fists. So six thousand points of salamanders. Yeah, yeah, and then up to about three thousand points of imperial fists, and... and and it needs to be said you're doing an armored column of imperial fists, which of all factions to so, do an armored column. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into more later episodes why that and the evolution <laughs> happens. Um, it's pretty interesting, um, but yeah, I'm hooked ever since, and it's just it's so much fun. For sure. So the mission of our podcast, um, kind of what we're what we're all about, I would say, is um, we want to give viewers kind of a unique way of looking at the game. Um, listen to a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of great podcasts out there for Horus Heresy, but I started seeing kind of a trend where a lot of these podcasts are saying, "Well, this isn't 40k. This is this is Horus Heresy. This is what narrative players are." And you do anything competitive, like, "Well, you're, you're obviously a 40k player." But then they would go over like the different units and the different armies, and they're like, "Well, this sucks. Don't ever take this. This sucks. Mm -hmm. Don't take this. This yep. sucks. Oh, this unit. This unit's great, but you got to equip it like this." It's like, well, is everybody being honest with themselves? Like, do you, if, if you're going to build an army, you have to really ask why you're building that army. So we're going to do a series of about uh, six to eight, I think, episodes yeah. that are, are kind of a journey for players to decide if they want to play Horus Heresy, why they would want to play Horus Heresy, what army or legion that they would take, or even non-legion, uh, and then how they would build that. So we're going to kind of go through all the different steps. Anything from sportsmanship. Um, I'm going to use this phrase a lot. Being honest with yourself about what you're doing it for. Why you're doing it. And then how that affects your opponent. How it affects your opponent's mm -hmm. fun. Um, I think one of our main goals is to present a balanced interpretation of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. So, so. it's, it's, it's we'll, we'll, we're not going to, you know, the C word. We're not going to be going to talk about competitiveness like it's a, like it's a bad thing necessarily. But I always think no matter what game you're playing, you're, it's a social contract with somebody else. You're mm -hmm. sitting down and you're, you and I are going to play a game. We're going to have fun. And I don't want to take your fun away. Like I want right. you to be able to have a good time and enjoy the game. Um, and part of, our, part of our series of podcast or series of episodes that are coming up that we're going to be doing is going to be uh, some of the ones we have coming up that we're going to do focus on the loyalist focus, then trader focus. And we're going to do things like Here's a minute and a half description of how you can build an army fluffy. Here's a minute and a half of how you can build it competitive. Right. Uh, and just different options that can be presented for for you guys out there. And we'll post up uh, what our episodes are going to be until we get through this series. When we're done with this series, then we'll hop into, let's talk about different elite choices. Or Absolutely. different, you know, unit outlook. Lo lo yeah. Things like that. But, but this first series is really kind of how, how we think... And who cares what we think? But how we think a person should go about th all the different things they want to think about when they're picking a legion, picking a faction, and why they would do it. Because there's just so many ways to enjoy this hobby. So many ways. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. You guys got any more you want to add on that, Larry? I think that's, uh, I mean, this is a pretty big introduction so far. So. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I think you nailed it with that. Um, I think choosing your, your army faction is going to be a big step forward. That's but also just the game, sure. the game system itself, just kind of understanding, and again, not in a competitive sense, but um, where you can have fun telling those stories. Sure. Or yeah. even a competitive sense, if that's your play group, if that's what yep. your understanding is. Um, and even balancing those two things. Right. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what are we going to have to offer um, that 
you know, why would you want to follow us and subscribe to us? Um, I think that we're going to present a lot of different aspects of the hobby and the game itself. Uh, what drew us into it, essentially, and what made us want to do it. And, you know, maybe it'll resonate with, with mm -hmm. you viewers as well. And we have a mixed, ver mixed bag. So we have veterans on that side of the table, and then you have the... The newer perspective. The newbie. The newbie, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, definitely not a newbie to gaming in general. Not gaming in general, so, but definitely this hobby. All right. Well, this is just our intro. We'll, we'll wrap this one up. Um, if you want to join us on this journey, make sure you uh, like us, follow us, subscribe. Uh, these first episodes through this one session, uh, this one uh, section, I guess, of, of picking legions, we're going to try to get those all out uh, relatively quickly so you don't have to wait um, through multiple uh, episodes, wait every week to try to get us. Um, yeah, and I think uh, our next episode, it's going to be what brought us individually to Horus Heresy and how it may relate to you, and then what you want to think about when you're settling on which Legion or faction mm -hmm. you want to play. Sounds great. Awesome. Sounds All right. good. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye. Did Naichi get into that shot when he came in? <laughs>